What up, bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we'll be talking about some Funko Focus. Uh, Caleb has another Hulk pop to talk about. I know, it's a shocker to all of us. Um... <laughs> Um, and then um, I've got a, a director, yeah, yeah, director, uh, Funko Pop that I want to talk about. Um, we have nothing for 4K Spotlight. Um, and then both of us will be talking about uh, some newsworthy items for Through the Wall. And then we will be moving on to our All Bros headliner of the evening, which will be our breakdown of The Crudes, A New Age. Hells yeah. Yeah, so what do you say we get started, Guild? Let's do it. Alright. Hey bros, this is Caleb cutting in to ask for your guys' help to support a couple indie filmmakers we connected with and to support their upcoming film, Willow and Lydia, story of a couple that have struggles conceiving and turn to supernatural methods of help. Follow the creators on Instagram at superastra. And check out their campaign link in the description of this episode. They would really appreciate the help, and we love to support indie filmmakers. So, let's make it happen. Again, all links and info will be in the description. Thanks, bros. Alright, so, first up, let's start with Funko Focus. Caleb, do you want to enlighten us with your Hulk Funko Pop knowledge? Yes. So... We have a new Blacklight figure coming out, or it it did come out, it did come out, and it was exclusive to the Funko store, um, so that was a bit of a kick in the nuts. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, freaking sucks. I'm hoping <laughs> that the rumors were true, that there is a 10-inch uh, Blacklight Hulk coming out, either to Target or Walmart. Because if it seems like this one's going to be a bitch and a half to get, because I I I saw the post like I think it was like literally like three minutes after uh, the page posted it and said oh, like shit. oh yeah so I saw the post I'm like oh shit yeah like can't miss out on this one and like once I realized it was like Funko Shop exclusive I'm like oh no. And so I clicked on the link, and then it's like sold out. I'm like, "Damn it!" <laughs> I'm like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was you livid. Tried. Yeah, freaking sucks. So that's why I'm I'm crossing my fingers and just praying that the uh, the ten inch of this figure gets released. Sometime uh, soon, because this is one I will pay full price if I have to. Honestly, um, if you still do want this, you know, just regular size Funko Pop, definitely check eBay, and I would also check Mercari. Have you ever done Mercari? Uh, no. They're just like eBay, but you can actually find sometimes even better deals. Um, but it's like the same uh, thing either. Uh, well, okay, theirs is, it's always just buy it now. Um, okay. But it's really cool. I bought an off of there uh, a couple times. Like, honestly, I feel sometimes uh, 
the people that sell on there, their shipping is faster than eBay. Jeez. Um, but honestly, sometimes you can uh, catch scalpers uh, slipping. So, because th- this was a uh, fifteen bucks, right? I'm assuming. Yeah. And then like five bucks for shipping. Uh, I don't know what the f- I've never ordered anything from the Funko Shop before. I want to say so... they charge like five, six bucks for shipping. So, like, honestly, if you catch a scalper s- slipping, you could like maybe find it for like twenty five bucks. <sighs> that that would be a tough sell for me, especially with me wanting to get the ten inch figure. Okay, fair enough. I'd have to find it for max twenty bucks. Okay. So I think I'm 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 gonna hold out until the uh until they do a restock. Because there's All a lot of the Funko Shop accepted. Yeah. Uh <laughs> I think there's a lot of the Funko Shop exclusives with the Hulks uh yeah. that became available again. Okay, I don't think good. I don't think Hulk and I'm kind of happy about this. I don't think Hulk is as popular as a figure as he used to be. I don't think his his name carries as much weight as like Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor do now. It's true, unfortunately. Yeah. So I think he's I think he's a big enough name for them to make the figure, but not big enough for them to only do like a limited release. Fair enough. I'm hoping. That's just my theory. <laughs> let's I could hope. be dead ass wrong. Hope. Oh, let's hope. Yeah, because I, I would love to have both of them. I would love to have both of the figures, but if I have to choose one or the other, I'm going to go with the 10-inch figure. That's fair, because honestly, it would look so good next to your uh, Thor Ragnarok 10-inch Hulk. Yeah, that's that's honestly going to be the, the piece that pulls my entire Hulk shelf together. So <laughs> The pistol resistance. Yeah, so if that figure doesn't get released, I I don't know how I'm going to design my uh my Hulk wall. <laughs> Caleb's just going to cry himself to sleep everybody. It's okay. Don't worry about him. That's not too far off from the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh well, is there anything else you'd like to say about uh the uh, Hulk pop that will never be in your hands? <laughs> <laughs> or at least, at least this one. <laughs> nice asshole. I'm sorry. Uh, hey, you're the one that doesn't want to like try to catch scalpers slipping. Uh, no, nah, I don't got anything else. I I just feel betrayed by by Funko. Don't we all sometimes? <laughs> Tis I, mean, I know true. I used to. Like they couldn't do like. Like, why did they have to do Hulk? They couldn't do, like, Loki or some shit like that? Or Hawkeye? Or Hawkeye? Well, no, well, no but then I would want it, and then I couldn't get it, <laughs> so never mind. Yeah, I think Loki would look... Like, he has the color scheme. Like, gold and green. That's true. That would look super dope. Yeah, but you have to come bite me in the ass with your freaking With Hulk, so... Dude. Con- uh... Was it like comic accurate Razagul? Because doesn't he, doesn't he have like doesn't he wear green and yellow? He wears a lot of green. I I'm not. I thought I, I thought he, he had wears a... a lot of uh, yellow. Oh, okay, I'm thinking maybe I'm thinking of Loki actually. 
This is really sad that I'm getting my Marvel characters. Yeah, Ra's al Ghul is Batman. Oh, yeah, he is. Apparently, I don't know my superheroes today. Sorry, guys. <laughs> anyway, before I make a fool out of myself anymore, uh, my Funko Focus for the week is uh, they announced a John Waters Funko Pop where he is wearing a stylish suit with a green tie and he is folding, folding, holding I'm assuming is a lawn decoration of a flamingo. Or a flamingo lawn decoration, whatever you want to say. So he so John Waters is a director? Uh yes. So what he, has he directed? He I swear he directed the original hairspray. So the one with a uh, Ricky Lake. I think that's her name. Let's see. John Waters. Oh yeah, he's in a movie that I definitely want to bring up with this because I just want to talk about how funny of a scene it is. Um, oh, where is it? Oh, really? Oh, okay. Never mind. He's not a director. So, well, okay. No, he no he has directed a couple things, but he's more so known for acting. So yeah, so he's done hairspray as a uh, actor but yeah he actually hasn't done a lot of directing i thought he did a lot more i wow i i apologize guys i am so sorry yeah Should okay be. you're telling false truths i'm sorry okay so it's just an acting funko pop it's not a director funko pop i apologize um but he has been in uh, both uh, versions of uh, Hairspray, so he uh, he played, uh, who did he play in the original? Well, in the 2007 one, he played the Flasher. And then that, the, so, okay, the is it like some dude that flashes people? Yeah, I remember uh, like the um, song Good Morning Baltimore? Dude, it's been like years. It's probably uh, been since 2007 since I've damn. seen this movie. Because <laughs> Tracy says the line, there's the flasher who lives next door. And then, yeah, John Waters flashes like two ladies walking down the street. Hmm. Oh, um, so this is this is the figure with the uh, the secret sex lips. Yes, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's how you put it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, I guess. When I first saw this, I I thought it was the uh, that one nurse dude from Deadpool two. The which one? It was just some like nurse in this the home and oh, okay, and that's yeah, like what Deadpool him. does. He's just like hush hush hush, you and your secret sex lips. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's what that's what I was thinking like with <laughs> with this figure. I'm just like oh. Like, I didn't know he was important enough to get his own figure. No, okay, so, um, I think this will, like, definitely make you remember the guy. Okay, remember Seed of Chucky? Yes. Okay, do you remember when, when uh, Chucky, uh, has to masturbate? Yes. <laughs> um, he's the one that, uh, is, like, sneaking into Jennifer Tilly's house and taking pictures, and he's just like... A masturbating midget? God bless the little people. 
<laughs> okay, I think I remember <laughs> that. Yeah, that's John Bar. I sorry, I, I don't mean the, the words that I just said. I don't mean that in an offense way. I'm just quoting. I'm just quoting lines. Um, but yeah, that that's John Waters. <laughs> Dude, have you ever had those that instance of hearing something that you know that you know, but you didn't remember that you knew it until it was said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I just had that. <laughs> I I did not realize how singed into my brain Cedar Chucky was. Because <laughs> that's because it's so freaking bad. Oh, that's gosh. rough, dude. There's so many so like bad. good movies that I couldn't like quote. But See, that's the thing and then that it's like or couldn't remember. It's like, oh, here's a quote from some random movie that's actually good. I couldn't quite tell you what the movie was. That I probably could have been able to tell you it was from C to Chucky. <laughs> See, sorry, I, I don't mean to go off on tangent here, but the problem with C to Chucky is that it ranks at the bottom. It's honestly, t- I can't decide which one I like. I, I like the least of all out of the series between C to Chucky and Cult of Chucky, but yet I would pick one. <laughs> I'll watch C to Chucky over Cult any day. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it is. That's a bold statement. <laughs> I know it is. Oh, <laughs> uh, I I don't know what it is. I I mean, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I need to watch uh, Cult of Chucky and see the Chucky again, like right back to back, and make my final judgment. Yes, <laughs> that is definitely something you need to do. <laughs> Uh, all right, but anyway, uh, so yeah, so this is uh the John Waters uh, Funko Pop is now available for pre-order, and apparently some people are uh, showcasing, and I actually did check this. Amazon is showcasing it doesn't come out till July of next year. Jeez. <laughs> so if you guys want John Waters, you ain't getting it until twenty twenty two. Freaking bullshit, man. He's worth the wait. Uh, I mean. Nah, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm not getting him, but if you guys want John Waters, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, moving on to uh, Through the Wall, since we got nothing for uh, 4K Spotlight. Uh, Caleb, what is your news item of the week? Alright, so my news item is ki- is technically two in a way, but it's like regarding the same thing. So we got a behind-the-scenes picture and a official f- or and an official first look of the of Powerpuff, the live-action Powerpuff Girl CW show. That's what they're calling it. Yeah, they're just calling it Powerpuff. I quit. I'm really? Done. No. What would you have I'm... called it? The Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> 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 what it's supposed to be called? I ain't yeah, calling it the Powerpuff, the Powerpuff Women. Girls. It's supposed to. It's just the. It's just Powerpuff. See, this is the problem with it with them being teenagers. It, I don't know. It kind of like takes you out of the point of what made the Powerpuff Girls so special. They were kindergartners that fought crime. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it makes you feel better, they're technically not teenagers either they're like in their 20s okay that kind of doesn't make me feel a little better (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, they're just calling the show Powerpuff, and it feels like, uh, or the, I think it was the showrunner. She posted a picture of her chair and showed the logo, and it is like it's like the Powerpuff Girls logo, just minus the girls and the. Okay, and the yeah, but <laughs> it's just yeah, it it feels like it's it feels naked. <laughs> Like, it's so weird not seeing girls, so I can agree with you to a point. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we got the the behind-the-scenes pictures of them, and they are in their their, uh, series-accurate costumes in the the behind-the-scenes picture. And so they... uh, Oh, shit, what's her name? Chloe Bennett has like the bit like a butt big bow on her hair and she's wearing the the pink dress. Uh Dove Cameron has like the are those like our pigtails? Yeah, pigtails. For bubbles and like it is almost as accurate as you can possibly get. I uh when they released this me and Caleb talked about this and um at least this is how I feel. It's too close. Like, you you love that it's so close, but yet it just looks too close. Like, it doesn't work in real life. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, kudos to them for getting it, like, on the, like, on the nail. Like, the costumes are perfect. And I'm assuming these are just flashbacks. Like, these scenes. Yeah, Um, so they were, so there was, um an article kind of talking about the the costumes that I read. And that's what the showrunner said, that they're trying to restrict the costumes to flashbacks. Okay, good. Or at least the show accurate ones, which kind of makes me believe a little bit that we, there's a chance that we might see some updated costumes. Okay. Which would be, excuse that, which would be really cool. And instead of it being like the super, like instead of it being a dress, maybe kind of like you've seen uh, the Supergirl costume, right? Yeah, yeah. So kind of that, like that's what I would think the uh, would look really good with the Powerpuff Girls, at least as adults. If it were more like the Supergirl, the newest season of Supergirl, where she has like pants. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. It's like same color. Same color scheme, but just, or maybe not even, uh, well, that might feel a bit Power Rangers. Yeah, I was, I was actually going to point that out. I'm just like, I swear, <laughs> if they get, like, Power Rangers armor, that's not a crossover I want to see. Yeah, or, so maybe something different. <laughs> so maybe it's, like, an updated, like, superhero costumes, but with, like, a highlight of their color. Okay. So instead of it being like full pink with like a little skirt or whatever, it's like I don't even know. Like maybe just like a black a black suit with like like a pink line going down across the chest. Okay, I could see that. I'd I'd have to play around with it. Like play like I'd have to draw something out cuz I can't visualize that properly. 
the way that I don't know the way that you're explaining it, and I'm I'm not trying to like relate this again to Power Rangers, but um, have you ever seen Power Rangers SPD? That God damn it, that is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how the costumes are now. Although that next compa- next to the original costumes, those are my favorite Power Rangers costumes ever. I love SPDs. Yeah, I I really like the the SPDs. I also really like the uh, the Dino Thunder. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. But yeah. Really anyway, getting one. back on the Powerpuff Girls. So there, I wasn't expecting them to put those actresses in those outfits. I was expecting like maybe they got some like little kids, like younger, like. I would even have accepted like young teens yeah. in that like outfit, not twenty-something-year-old <laughs> women. <laughs> no, we we get to see Dove Cameron in a screen-accurate Bubbles costume. Yeah, and I <laughs> I don't know if it's just like I I'm j- I might just be weird. I'm super excited for this series. <laughs> The best part is when I I shared this with Caleb, uh, and uh, I'm just like, you know, like, I feel this is, like, too good. Like, it doesn't work, but I appreciate them, like, getting it, like, perfect to the show. And he's just like, I don't know, man, I'm digging it. And I'm like, really? He's like, well, I just think Dove Cameron's really hot. So, that's maybe why. (laughs) That is absolutely true. (laughs) But... I don't know. It just seems. I just. I might be a little overexcited for this series. I. I'm pumped. I am pumped. You know, as much as like critique, I'm gonna say about it. I'll be watching it day one. I, I'm not even gonna deny that. <laughs> I'm watching here. this the day it comes out. Yeah, there's no way I can't. I can't yeah, talk exactly. all this shit. I can't talk all like this hype about it and not watch it when it yeah. first comes out. Yeah, exactly. But I- I'm pumped. I think they th- they can do some fun stuff, and I hope they do. I I hope they don't take like a a doom and gloom route like they yeah, do I mean, with I at like least want like some tease for Mojo Jojo or something. Like, come on. Uh, they actually have someone playing Mojo Jojo's son. I'll take it. I'll take it. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they have... Did you see the pictures of the house? No. Yeah, they posted pictures of the of their house, and it is, it is as screen accurate as you can possibly get. Okay, you know I have to look this up now. Yeah, so because this is like a first look and like pictures that we saw, um, we'll add these to the uh, the Instagram post. <laughs> yes, yes, we will. Yeah, just so you can see all like what I'm super excited for. <laughs> so it's just uh, called uh, pow- uh, Powerpuff, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't... Should I just put Powerpuff Live Action House? I guess. I I, I just saw it in, like, an article. Okay. And I they mean, posted all the pictures. 
I might have to look look it up after after this. Yeah, I'll see if I can find the article again, and and I'll send it to you. Okay. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Thank you. Yeah, but I am super pumped. <laughs> I am super excited uh, for this this series. As much crap I'm as much crap as I'm giving it, I am also very excited to see what they do. Yeah, I told some of my coworkers, and they they were making fun of me. <laughs> they just don't appreciate how amazing the Powerpuff Girls were when we were kids. Yeah, but. Like I said, super freaking excited, and I, the only thing I, I'm hoping, the only thing I'm hoping is that they don't go as, like, or did I already say this, Doom and Gloom is, like, Riverdale? I don't think you mentioned Riverdale, but you did say Doom and Gloom. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm just hoping that they don't take a Riverdale route. Um, I no, want it to fair. be a little bit more lighthearted, maybe... Maybe more like Supergirl, or um, or F- the Flash. I know the Flash can kind of get a little t- doom and gloom, um, but yeah, I think Supergirl would be a a, a good tone because they deal with some like some heavy adult themes, but not too too hard. Okay. So. Have they said when the show's supposed to come out? They haven't, but with all the material that we've been getting, I, I'd expect it to come out this fall. Yeah, I could see, I could definitely see that. Yeah, if it was like later in the year, like if this was all the information that we were getting in like June or July, then I'd probably estimate it being in the next, um, the like next early, year. Yeah, like early twenty twenty two. Yeah. Or maybe like New Year's of 2022 at the earliest. But with this being like so early and they have like reports and other stuff of it um, of doing this show even earlier than than April. Like I think there was an article I saw that was written in February. So... I'd be genuinely shocked if this did not come out this year. Yeah, you mean both, no? Or at least a trailer or something. <laughs> yeah, true. But, yeah. So, like Defin- I said, super pumped. <laughs> we will definitely be back to talk about that when we do get a trailer. So, Yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb's counting down the days. Once I find the release date, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, is there anything else you want to say about Powerpuff? Nope. Not okay. at this time. <laughs> okay. All right. So my news uh, is not as cool as Caleb's. I feel his is a lot cooler. Um, but I love this franchise, so I got to talk about it. Um, so recently, I think it was, um, I forget who's in charge of the publishing rights, uh, for, uh, top, the top, the Top Gun franchise, uh, but they moved Top Gun 2 to November now, and Universal said, hell yeah, and swooped in and took that 4th of July weekend spot and gave it to the Forever Purge. Um, 
which is supposedly the uh, last uh, and fifth film in the Purge franchise. We'll see if that happens. Um, but with COVID, I don't know how well it's going to do, so it just might be the last one, because you honestly never know how well it's going to do box office-wise. Um, but yeah, that really was just like the only news item I could like find that was like somewhat interesting to me, that the Purge got bumped up one week. So... <laughs> Super stoked. Um, uh, how do you feel about the name, The Forever Purge? Uh, I don't know how I feel about it. And it's. I think it might make more sense once I understand the premise. Okay. Because, like, what, make, what this makes me think, just based off of the name, is that someone's, like... Because, like, in previous uh, Purge films, someone's trying to stop the Purge. So maybe this is just yeah. the Purge going on for longer. Or maybe the Forever Purge is, like, maybe it does go on forever. What I'm confused about is they said that this takes place right after election year. But when Senator Rowan won, she abolished the Purge. She took it away. So... I'm very interested to see how they tackle that. So maybe that's what they mean by forever purge. Maybe like she outlaws the purge, but then there's those still like diehards that go out and purge because they're just like, oh, you can't take away our right to purge. And it becomes like super interesting to see like, like it almost just becomes like a cat and mouse kind of game for them on purge night. I mean, it kind of already is for some on Purge Night, but it's like even more now so because they're the only ones that are killing and everyone's just kind of running for their lives. Yeah. So That would be super interesting. Yeah, that would be that'd be pretty pretty dope. Yeah. Especially if it's like you said taking it place like immediately after. Yeah. Or maybe not even immediately, just sometime after. Yeah. Because you know that if, like, with situations like that, maybe it's, like, the next purge year after election year. And then it's, like, oh, people are still purging, but it's outlawed and dealing with that that shit. (laughs) That's the thing. I, I feel like if, like, the purge did get, you know, canceled... I'm sorry, not everyone's going to be able to just stop it the next year. Nope. They're going to be like, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't get the memo. That was over a year ago. Sorry, it's a snail mail. <laughs> it's like, maybe uh, you should have sent an email to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault you guys are shitty planners. <laughs> yeah, right? Gosh. Um... But anyway, that that's literally all I got. I'm stoked. I'll definitely be seeing it opening weekend, of course. Shocker. Oh hell yeah. <laughs> um, so that will. Pro- I'm, I'm assuming that's probably going to be a future breakdown. Oh, absolutely. Okay, dope. Um, all right. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add about the Forever Purge changing its release date to the Fourth of July weekend? Other than me being excited for it, because I've enjoyed the Purge movies. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else. As do I. I wish that they didn't just focus on murder, because, you know, there is other stuff to do during the Purge. I'm just saying. Yeah, all, dude, anytime we talk about legal, the... 
Anytime we talk about the purge, like shit like that comes up. It's like, okay, what about the other stuff? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, before we get way, way, way off tangent, uh, what do you say we jump into our All Bros headliner of the evening? Hells yeah. All right. All right, so before we jump into our All Bros headliner of the evening, which will be our All Bros breakdown of the Crudes A New Age, Caleb, did we get any responses to the question that we asked? Yes, we did. Hell yeah. So, on our social media, we asked, what was was it, uh, what is one scar that you have? Was that the question? Yeah, so I, I posted, uh, or you posted, Whatever the question of the just week say that you we came up you with, made it. <laughs> no, like, but yeah, but you, you, whatever. The pu- question of the week that we came up with uh, was: tell us the story of a scar you have. And we did get a couple responses. Um, so the first one, starting over on Instagram. Oh, we got one from. The lovely Mrs. Albers. <laughs> I love how he says that. He doesn't say her uh, Instagram name. She's just like, I don't know. That that, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> the, okay. Mrs. Underscore Mama B. <laughs> um, yeah. For those of you that don't know, that is my lovely wife. Uh, she said, how about the one where I got pregnant with your baby and then had to have her surgically removed from my womb? <laughs> oh, damn. Shot. That's amazing, Brielle. Thank you for that. <laughs> All right. In my defense, she wanted the baby just as much as I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh... That was amazing. Thank you for that, Brielle. Yeah. I just want everyone to know that it is only half my fault. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm not sure if it's getting picked up, but she's laughing out there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, shit. Whatever. That's not fair. I did, did some of say? the work. <laughs> yeah, she, <laughs> she, she said that um, it might have been half my fault, but she did all the work. But I mean, that's not true because okay, my fine. portion of the work included dealing with you. Oh damn! Shots extremely fired. Damn right, man. I don't play. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. All right, next, uh, moving on over to Twitter, <laughs> we got a response from the Po'Boys podcast at Po'Boy Pod. 
Um, and he said, when I was 16, I got shot in the face by my cousin with a hunting rifle. And he went into more depth with his story. He said he laid the gun on the hood of his pickup. I got into the truck, slammed the door. The gun started to slide off the hood. My cousin grabbed it to stop it from falling. Boom. I took a 7mm magnum through my right hand and my jaw from nearly point blank. Oh my gosh. Are yeah, you, you okay? Shahid? He's fine. He posted a picture. It's pretty oh, wild. You... <laughs> oh, shit. You said that's on Twitter? Yeah. Okay, I'll definitely be going to check that out after this. Damn, man. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that... I was going to say that blows, but... <laughs> Too soon. That seems inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. I mean, I don't know how long ago this happened, but come on, Caleb. <laughs> I'm getting yeah. open. Um, but damn, man. Uh, thank you for sharing. That's insane. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's wild. And a uh, little bit of shout out to Delvin Cox, who sent him over to our... Uh, our question of the week page. <laughs> hey, hey, there we go. Thank you. Yeah. Dude, freaking Delvin, like, freaking helps us out so much with some of the responses that we get. No, good. I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. Yeah. Damn, I probably should have done his last. <laughs> but the last response that we got is from either Beth or DJ from the untrained eye and the reason i say beth or is because this is the story and they haven't told us who it is so i have i have a theory and i'll like i'll get into it okay so uh it just says beth or dj at some point in my early 20s i was sitting on the front patio of a restaurant with a friend we started talking about putting a cigarette out on a body part and if either of us could do it. Before he could finish saying, you'd never do that, I put out my cigarette on my arm. The scar is still there, but just barely. It might be the coolest thing I've ever done. Damn, freaking balls of steel. <laughs> I ain't got those guts. Yeah. So I, I, I responded when he posted, or when they posted that. Um... That I feel like we could be getting played because th- I'm like, it could be Beth. <laughs> but I've never heard the reason. Like, so my guess was DJ. Yeah. Because first off, he ended saying, or the, I think it was him because he ended with saying that it was the coolest thing he thinks he's ever done. I don't think Beth would think that was cool. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> and. My other, uh, my other guess was, or the, the other reason I think it, it might have been DJ, is because I don't, because I'm a weekly listener of the Untrained Eye, and I do not recall ever hearing Beth talking about smoking. The only I know DJ has a couple times, but I don't think Beth has ever brought it up. Yeah, well, you heard so. it here, folks. You heard it here first, folks. Caleb thinks it's DJ. Yep. What about you? 
I'm just I'm I would probably go with your answer too, um, because even though I did not know that Beth doesn't smoke, I didn't even know or I didn't even know that DJ smoked. Um, just every new, I don't really have any, any other reason to not agree with you, other than just <laughs> being like, oh yeah, I th- oh I'm totally thinking it's Beth, just to have it be like a fifty fifty chance of it being one or the other. <laughs> Yeah, if this is Beth, or if this is Beth's story, that's going to be wild. At least we for me, to... because it's if just that's... like, what? <laughs> if that is Beth's story, Beth, you got to dedicate a whole, or at least a half of an episode to telling that story. Do it. Like, come <laughs> on. We need more of that story. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so those are my that that's my reasoning for for DJ. <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough. Um, but thank you everyone for answering our question of the week. We really appreciate it, and we love hearing the responses. Yes, we do. Thank you very much. I think it kind of would have been funnier if he actually saved Brielle's for last. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a little. No, bit. I read that one. I was just like, no, I want to get out of the way. <laughs> Damn. (laughs) I love that. Oh, man. All right. So, uh, jumping in to our breakdown of the week. Uh, Like we said, we are breaking down The Crudes, A New Age. Caleb, would you like to let the listeners know how we break down movies on this podcast? Hell yeah. All right. So, if you're new to our breakdown system... We've split movies into eight different categories that we individually grade to come to a final all bros letter grade. I should say score and then grade. Anyway, um, the eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then at the end we give it our own personal grade. And all of that math gets magically done and gives us a, a letter grade for for the movie. And we talk about the percentages and everything. Um, and yeah. So, without yeah. further ado, uh, if you have not seen this movie, go check it out. It's a, it's a pretty decent movie. We'll get into it if it's a worthy sequel, though. Yeah. So if like, and also if you have not seen this movie, we are about to spoil the entire thing for you. So also, if, you if you're didn't listening see past the first, this point, it's your fault. And also, I'm just gonna point out if you saw this movie and didn't see the first movie, I really want to know how confused were you? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I feel like I need. I feel like I should have watched the first one. Dude, to... same. <laughs> refresh absolute same yeah i kind of regret not doing that but anywho <laughs> uh all right so a flashback shows the death of guy's parents when he was a kid as they drown in tar they tell him to find somewhere called tomorrow he goes on a long journey and meets a young belt before taking him along for the ride 
The Croods, along with Guy and their pets Chunky and Douglas, are still searching for a place to settle down, all, wa- all the while surviving many dangerous creatures along the way. Grug is repeatedly annoyed at Eep and Guy's blossoming romance. As Grug walks off in anger, he soon comes across a giant wall and leads the whole pack to them. Yeah, sorry. Uh, they are soon caught in a net and are released by the owners of the land, a couple called the Bettermans, Phil and Hope, who are revealed to have been friends with Guy's parents before their deaths and Guy's disappearance. The Bettermans welcome the Croods to their giant tree home as house guests, where they meet their daughter and Guy's old friend Don, who immediately befriends Eep. Life with the Bettermans becomes degrading for Grug due to the Bettermans soon due to the Bettermans soon revealed themselves to be technologically advanced, better mannered, and visibly condescending towards the Croods, believing that Guy is better off with them and hatch a scheme to get Guy to leave the Croods. Phil eventually takes Grug to his secret man cave, a sauna-like place behind some waterfalls, where he manipulates him into believing Guy should leave their pack in exchange for Eep staying with the Croods. Meanwhile, Hope angers Uga by insulting her family's lifestyle and attempts to manipulate her like Phil, but fails, thus leading to Uga and Grug's decision to leave. Sometime after this, Eep discovers that Dawn has never left the inside of the wall. Relating this to the solitude she faced in her cave, Eep convinced Dawn to use Chunky to escape the land and jump their wall for a joyride that ends with a bee stinging Dawn and having her hand swell up. When Eep takes her back home, Guy, upon finding out, chides for her chides her for her recklessness, ending with him insensitively calling her a cave girl. At dinner, tensions rise between the parents, Guy and Eep, especially when Dawn's swelling is revealed, um, accumulating in Grug to accidentally reveal his and Phil's deal. Having enough, the Croods decide to leave in the morning, but Guy decides to stay after he and Eep have a falling out. Soon, the land is attacked by punch monkeys, monkey-sized but with human-like strength, on account of Grug and Ugga eating a bunch of bananas the Bettermans hoard around their land and have, forgiven, and have forbidden Grug from eating. Phil reveals he sends the punch monkeys the bananas every day so that they leave the Bettermans alone, and since Grug and Ugga ate them, the punch monkeys get upset and kidnap Grug, Phil, and Guy and take them to their homeland. As the men are taken, the remaining Croods and Bettermans leave to rescue the men, but eventually get marooned on an island full of wolf spiders. Wolves with the characteristics of arachnids. During their time together, Hope finally snaps, lashing out on the Croods and running off. However, during an encounter with the wolf spiders, she learns the error of her ways and accepts the Croods. When they learn the location of the men, they name themselves the Thunder Sisters, after a female-exclusive clan Gran was in when she was younger. At the Punch Monkey home, Grug, Guy, and Phil soon discover that Phil's diversion of a river to irrigate his farm unknowingly deprived the Punch Monkeys of their water supply, and that the Punch Monkeys need the bananas not only to eat, but to offer to a large primate monster called the Spiny Mandrilla in hopes of appeasing it. The Punch Monkeys make Grug and Phil fight gladiator style to see who will be the sacrifice, and when they wear each other out, they exchange their bitter feelings with each other, making Guy regret what he said during his and Eve's fallout. 
Soon the punch monkeys dress all three men as bananas to sacrifice to the giant spiny mandrilla. Grug and Phil apologize for their poor behavior and for putting pressure on Guy, but just as they are about to be eaten, the Thunder Sisters show up to rescue them. A long and perilous battle ends with Guy and Eep on a giant school chandelier where they reconcile and use it to defeat the spiny mandrilla by using fire to sever the ropes and send the skull falling into the abyss below. For one last scare, it climbs out of the depths and grabs Eep by her peanut toe, which she uses as a prosthetic phalange. I think that's the word. Is that the Yeah, I think that's the, the word. Okay flange and pulls it off sending it plummeting to its demise and allowing the families to escape with their differences finally settled the bettermans allow the crudes to live in their land as neighbors with guy realizing that eep is his tomorrow and he and eep soon move into one of the bettermans bedrooms together which grug approves of and the punch monkeys become their next door neighbors hell yeah all right yeah um I want to point out, towards the ending, when, uh, you know, like, uh, Grug and um, Guy, you know, like, they're saying, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, we're going to start a tomorrow together. Um, the way that they were packed, I don't know, maybe, uh, I, I maybe, I th- maybe this is just the joke. I thought they were actually leaving. Like, I didn't think that they were actually going to stay. And so the fact that, like, the next shot is them all at dinner, I'm just like, wait, what the hell? Why are they still there? <laughs> I was like, I thought they were starting their tomorrow together. Yeah, but apparently that tomorrow just means they they get their own room. <laughs> yeah, what kind of bullshit is that? <laughs> I I don't know. I thought that was a pretty funny gag. It was funny, but like it took me a like I don't know why it. I should have probably thought that, but yeah, for a minute I'm just like, wait, why? Are, uh, okay, I get it. Uh-huh, funny. Yeah, so we ended up scoring this story at or at a seventy-two point five, and it's a it's a decent story, I guess. The I think one of my big issues with this is that there there didn't seem to be a main focus on any one character. Yes, I can absolutely agree with that. Yeah, like in the first crudes, it focused on on Eep. Like oh, more, yeah, it's oh, it's absolutely Eep's story. Yeah, and so like that made sense because she was like the main, uh, main protagonist, and it's easy to follow her story, what she's doing, and like yeah, they kind of cut off to to tell some of the other characters stories a little bit but with this it just it didn't feel like any one character had a focus i mean i guess you could argue that guy gets a little bit focused but honestly i feel you have to take into account that with him they were more so just focusing on him and the bettermans it wasn't just really focused on guy yeah like there was a lot where it was I don't know, like, it's just, there's well, there wasn't a main focus, and that was, like, a really big issue for me, because it's kind of difficult to follow. Like, yeah. I didn't realize how important that was in a, in a story until this. It's like, you don't know, 
it's hard to like figure out what's important to a story until it's missing. And what was missing was with this was a main focus. Yeah, no, that's true. I'll but it seemed too. like they were trying to give the same amount of screen time to everyone, and it just didn't work out. We've learned that really doesn't work out for any movie. <laughs> yeah. So it was really, really hard to kind of get on board with this story or have it feel like a super compelling story. Yeah. I'm, I want to point out, um, l- like it said uh, at the beginning of the story, that you know, at the end of the first movie, they're still on the search for a place to call their home. I kind of expected them to not find the actual, like, uh, this place until, like, maybe, like, the quarter of the movie or, like, even the halfway point of the movie. I did not expect them to find it within, what, the first ten minutes? Yeah, it was about that amount of time. Like, but... I don't know. that I was just like, damn, okay, we are already jumping into uh, this new area of life. Okay. Um, yeah. And, I, like, I guess that kind of did make sense because it wasn't finding... I, I don't even know. It wasn't, like, necessarily finding this place that was the... the their tomorrow or whatever because a lot of the movie was just was focused around what they thought tomorrow was and versus what it actually was yeah true so it's i don't know i think they could have held it off for a little bit longer but i think they just wanted to get everyone together yeah, and that's fair. I, I can understand why. Yeah, so... It was a, a fairly average story. It was... I mean... Not the, as the, good as other it stories. Was def- yeah, I mean, it definitely... Um, the story's definitely not as good as compared to the first Crudes. But, I mean, if you... I don't really know, or at least for me, I can't really think of any other places they could have taken a crude sequel. Story-wise, um, I, f- I feel it was kind of hard uh, to come up with an idea. I don't know. I, I kind of liked that the first one was kind of like open-ended. Like you can like ma- you can guess what their future beholds, but at- in the end, it was kind of just their future was wherever they were together, yeah. or their tomorrow. Sorry. This definitely, like you said, it doesn't feel like a a sequel that was necessary. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let's face For the most part, that's almost every animated sequel. <laughs> Looking at yeah. you, Cars 2. Well, in some cases, like, you can pull off a really good uh, sequel that doesn't necessarily uh, need to happen. Like, with Toy Story 2, for instance. Toy Story 2 that's didn't true. need to happen. That's true, but uh, Toy Story 2 is, to me, a masterpiece. It's my favorite Toy Story movie. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you on that. It's just they they just wanted to bank on the crudes some more, and yeah. it didn't work out in their well, favor. Thing, honestly, what I'm confused about, uh, the crudes wasn't even like their most, I don't even think it's like up there with their most successful like uh, films. Like, um, I mean, 
I, I it was more successful, I think, than like Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Oh yeah, but like I, uh, I'm pretty sure it's like I'm I'm with DreamWorks specifically. I think their most popular franchise, their most uh, I won't say like most popular total, but just their more recent popular popular franchise has been Minions. And I think that maybe they were just trying um, to find. Can I smack you? What else does DreamWorks? No, Dr- Despicable Me's Illumination. Oh shit! Okay, what am I? <laughs> what am I thinking of? DreamWorks is like Shrek, How to Train Your Dragon, Kung Fu Panda. Oh, okay. So then, in that instance, I guess I would have to say How to Train Your Dragon. Before that, it was Shrek. I Before like. that, yeah, absolutely. Like, I think Shrek is definitely like the top top. Yeah, and but I'm just like more modern movies. I yeah. would say it's it's How to Train Your Dragon. I mean, honestly, I mean the box office for the Crudes was 587 million. I want to see how much Mr. Peabody and Sherman brought in. Yeah, I think you could definitely do more yearly. with Mr. Peabody and Sherman than you could the Crudes. Oh yeah, but I know like the budget for that movie went over what they thought it was going. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, I can see why they didn't make a sequel to Mr. Peabody and Sherman. The budget was one hundred forty-five million. Box office two hundred seventy-five million. Ooh, damn! It didn't make like <laughs> jack shit back. Didn't even break even. Shit. Damn. Okay, all right. I take back what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean. Mr. Peabody and Sherman has a little bit more potential uh, sequel-wise than oh, yeah, The Croods did. It's just it's like The Croods awesome. ended perfect. Yeah. I I look at like Mr. Peabody and Sherman kind of being like Bill and Ted, like how they, you know, like will go back to the past and, you know, like it's funny seeing them in these different situations. Same way with Mr. Peabody and Sherman. It's, it's, it's educational, but also funny seeing Mr. Peabody showcase Sherman, hey, this is how this happened, yada, 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 and seeing how Sherman reacts to it. Yeah. So, it's just not not super great. Unfortunately. Yeah. So, I was a little harsher on this, on the story than you were. What did you end up giving it? You gave it a 79. See, like, I know I'm talking like a lot of crap on the story, but I don't, I don't know. As far as like what you could do with a crude sequel, story wise, I think they did do a decent job. This is definitely better than what I could have come up with. That's fair. It's just after this, where, where can you go? They're better. Oh, dude, there better not be a crude three. There's literally nowhere you can go. Yeah, it's just. They found their tomorrow. They found their perfect home where they're not like fighting for survival or anything like that yeah. anymore. And it's just, why would they leave that? Like the only thing that I could imagine is like that gets destroyed and they have to find like another new tomorrow. And um, so that would just be so dumb. I'm sorry, just it to make would, a third one for that. Yeah, it'd be ridiculous. The only thing that i feel like the that can come out of the crudes now is mate is possibly like a thunder sisters 
spinoff where it's Eep and Dawn. Yeah, okay. I mean, but honestly, like, I know um, Netflix kind of does those, like, uh, like uh, mini-series for, like, DreamWorks. Like, I think they've done it for, like, Trolls and, like, some others. I I would want it to be more so that. I wouldn't want it to be, like, a full-fledged film. Yeah, I think that it would re- really work well with the, the short format. Because then you can just go in and be like, hey, we we thought of some funny Crudes bits. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but this movie, it was, it was okay. It's just there was a lot lacking. Yeah, like we said, definitely. it was, it was, it lacked focus on a particular character, and the story overall was just it was weak and didn't feel like it needed to happen. Yeah, so it's no, definitely on the not. weaker side. When it comes to story. So, like we said, it's sitting at a 72.5. Uh, moving on over to writing, we ended up giving this a 79. Writing was definitely stronger than the story. Um, Absolutely. By by far. Yeah. Like the, the humor in this movie was just spot on. Seriously. It's been a while since I've laughed this hard in an animated film. Um, once again, uh, it was the same way with the first one. The writing for Thunk, fantastic. Yeah. Like, just... Loved it. (laughs) The whole, him watching, uh, the, uh, thinking the window was a TV, like, him using, like, a picture frame as if it's just, like, a tablet. It was really, it was pretty funny. Um... But yeah, just uh, the uh, writing between Eep and um, uh, Dawn, right? That was their uh, the Betterman's daughter's name. Yes. Yeah. Both characters written perfectly. The writing between them, the ban not the bantering, the way they would go off of each other, like it was joke after joke after joke. Never got boring. Never got unfunny. Just ah. Oh. This movie is freaking hilarious. <laughs> Just like the first one. Yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed this. And there was a lot of like just the how they were able to mix like the the modern stuff with like the caveman jokes. Like you said thunk with the uh, the window and his little like portable <laughs> window. And it was just like a frame. Yeah. So freaking great. thought that was hilarious. Um was all the modern th- yeah. modern tricks. Wasn't it at the beginning like him and Eep were fighting over like a uh, like a chiseled tablet that they had? I forget like what was written on it. Oh, it but... was her like her diary. Oh yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> Dude, that's and she freaking like bushwax him with it <laughs> <laughs> oh see that's funny shit yeah and then like when uh so eep and don they take the death cat <laughs> out on a joy ride and the way that they're like treating it like a car <laughs> i'm like whoa is this yours and she's like no it's my dad's <laughs> 
<laughs> like, listen to it, purr. <laughs> like, I, I thought that was one of the best bits. It sh- honestly, when she says listen to it, purr, I should have sh- been shaking my head, but I was laughing my ass off. Yeah, like all the jokes, I think they landed fairly well. There was a few that I was just like kind of chuckled, just like, oh. <laughs> there but, was one that uh, I feel was, and I get what they were trying to do, but I just felt it was overplayed. The whole like bromance that uh, blossoms between uh, Grug and Mr. Uh, Betterman. Um, a little too much for me, or like not the bromance itself, but just every iteration that they said of bro. I'm just like, okay, we get it. <laughs> it I don't know. It's it just like it was funny at first, but when they kept going on, I'm like, okay, I get it. It's not that. It, to me, it's like it's not as funny as you think it is. Yeah, it, comedy comes in threes, three, <laughs> and you're done. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, um, I, I think it's shit like that, like the the scenes that went too long that killed the writing. Yeah, definitely. But like we said, the the writing's still still good. It's it scored a seventy nine. So I would bad. say it's a up slightly above average. Oh yeah, definitely. Um I'm trying to think of any other bits that I, I really liked. The I think another bit that might have gone a little too long was the punch monkey. The yeah, language. yeah. I mean the ending part where uh, Mister Betterman is like able to understand it, but Grug is still having a problem. That was fine because it was like one and done. It was really fast. Um, but yeah, the whole you know guy learning it or no, he already knowing it, but like having to do full sentences. Yeah, that kind of got annoying after a while. Or not annoying, just unfunny. Yeah. Like, I think they could, like, they just did too much where he's just get like, getting hit. And I think they could have done a little bit better about cutting, like, with the story. Um, like, because uh, the, the Punch Monkey leader is, is telling the story of this, uh, this monster or whatever. And... I thought that they could have gotten away without showing Guy getting, like, punched in the face. Because at least a little bit less than what they did. Like, I think it would have been funnier had he just, like, oh, there's a monster. And then, like, he turns around and you see, like, all the freaking marks on his face. Or how red his his face is or whatever from getting punched. Like, I think that would have worked a little bit better than him just sitting there just getting, like, whacked and translating it just felt like it dragged a little bit yeah yeah i'll definitely agree with you on there i'll give them this though i mean this is more so with the animation but i appreciate the attention to detail of like like um his face didn't get red like super super fast it got redder as it went on with him getting punched so like it really did seem realistic and i really appreciated that it wasn't just like one and done and his face is completely red yeah. So, uh, like we said, writing is sitting at a 79. Uh, moving on over to acting. Movie shined in this, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So this is sitting at an 84.5. Um, That's not bad. And I did 
well, I mean, the only people that were in this, the the Croods and the uh, the Bettermans. Yep, same. Yeah, same here. I don't think anybody uh, else talked, right? Besides, no. the, yeah, it's just yeah, the the, the two punch families. monkeys didn't talk. It was just the Croods guy and the Bettermans. Yep. Um, but I I enjoyed everyone's performance. The and I think you pointed it. Yeah, you you were the one that pointed this out uh, earlier. Ryan Reynolds did do a good job. He just doesn't fit with the character. Yeah, it's nothing against Ryan Reynolds. Like you said, great voice actor, but the way that guy is drawn, it the voice just doesn't work with it. No, it doesn't match. Like, yeah. I'm trying to think of someone who would fit that look a little bit better. Hmm. Ooh. Um. Oh shit. What's his name? Thomas Middleditch. Oh shit. What's he then? The name sounds so familiar. He, oh damn it. He was in Silicon Valley. He's a comedian. Have you heard or seen uh Solar Opposites? Uh. Uh-uh. On who? Shit. I don't know of what. What else? He well, you said Thomas Middleditch. Yeah. So he's a comedian. He uh he's done a couple sh- I think he's done at, le- at least a couple shows with Ben Schwartz. Ooh, okay, I know who you're talking about. And yes. I could absolutely see his voice coming out of guy. Yeah, just something like a little higher pitched and almost like whiny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but... that, I'm sorry, that just sounds a lot better. Yeah, I think him or Ben Ben Schwartz would have been a better fit for that model. That's where I recognized him from. Um, uh, he is uh... okay. So I recognize his voice from Captain Underpants because he played Harold. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that'd be perfect. But then, like him, actually, person wise, I uh, I recognize him from Godzilla: King of the Monsters. Oh yeah, he was in that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's fit. nobody remembers the human characters like come on. Yeah, you don't go to those movies for freaking the humans. Yeah. No, so no, I think he would have been a, a much better fit. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. So, kind of sucks that cuz like we said, nothing against Ryan Reynolds at all. It's just the the model looks different. Yeah, like, honestly, I kind of forgot that he did play him in the first one as well. Because I had to go back, I'm like, there's he did not play him in the first one. Like, I don't remember the voice not fitting the character that much. And, yeah, no, lo and behold, Ryan Reynolds did play him in the first one. Yeah, I need to rewatch the first one again. Cause I do, too. Something just was different. <laughs> yeah. It's on Netflix, so. Yeah. So. But I think everyone else did a fairly good job. I think uh, Nicolas Cage, he, I mean, he did decent. I don't think he was like my it was my favorite performance. I think um, I don't know Nicolas Cage. Um, I mean, my favorites were Peter Dinklage and um, Kelly Marie Tran. I loved those two. But I feel Nicolas Cage actually did do a very decent job. And I feel he should do more voice acting because 
he can convey his emotion emotions <laughs> emotions, emotions pretty well <laughs> emotions <laughs> he can convey them pretty well i feel over uh voice acting so i would actually love to see more voice acting from nicolas cage i'll give you that um i'm definitely on the same team as you i think the highlight was peter dinklage um I also really enjoyed Emma Stone, what we got of her. I, we didn't get as much. Like like I said, the, the focus, there wasn't any like main focus. So we didn't get like a whole ton from any one character. And it's I true. Think especially with, uh, with Emma Stone's character, I would have liked to see more with her. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. But what we did get with her was, was so much fun. I um honestly I mean uh, I feel th- uh, Clark Duke uh he didn't really get a lot to do as Thunk but what he did do voice acting wise was great. Um I thought uh I can't remember her a lot in the first one but Catherine Keener as Uga I thought she was actually really good in here. Yeah, she didn't get as much to do in this one. Okay, so I'm not okay, so she did have a lot more to do in the, the first one. Yeah, yeah, the crudes like, were I definitely like pushed to the side here. A little bit, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, Leslie Mann, who played Hope Betterman, yeah, she had way more to say than Ugga. She was, like, a highlight of this movie. Oh, yeah, she, yeah. Oh, Leslie Mann was fantastic. Yeah, and then, so it's, it's kind of sucks, because I don't think anyone was used to their fullest potential. No, I mean... it just... Oh, it kind of showed in the in acting. It honestly did because um, Cloris Leachman, may she rest in peace. Um, I remember she had so many amazing lines as Gran in the first one. This one, I feel she hardly had any. I mean, the Thunder Sisters thing that was pretty funny, um, but just I didn't laugh as much at her character as I did in the first one, and I wish I did. Yeah, and I I think they could have played off some of those bits a little bit because like the funniest bits from that I remember from that uh that movie the first one was every time uh Grog thought sh- she was dead. <laughs> yes, that was so just like the little smile he gets on his face, and then it just turns to just oh damn it when she finally appears from the cave. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, so I feel like acting wise, I th- I think it could have been done a little bit better, but yeah, it was good. It was, no, it was. pretty good for what we got. Yeah. All right, next up we got character development, which I think we both did. Guy, yes. Um, uh, so he, so we ended up scoring his arc seventy nine point five. It's not. It, it's not a bad arc. Honestly, no, it's a little bit better than it's like his arc was slightly better than the writing, but it's just I don't know. It's, I think it, that you the could way justify that, lower. <laughs> you honestly could because this kind of uh, character development storyline has been done to death. Guy is in love with this one girl. He meets uh, this other girl, or th- more so like this other world. He wasn't even really interested in, in Dawn. That's true. It was more so he was just interested in like the actual, like... In the stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, you know, like, Guy 
discovers he likes this better they break up but oh you know what he realizes uh he loved her all along and she's his future and so they get back together happy ending yada 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 yeah there wasn't it didn't feel like there was any real originality (laughs) no so honestly i'm starting to think maybe 79.5 is a little high yeah, I honestly would be fine if we dropped it. <laughs> should we do like what, 75? What are you... Or should we go lower? Honestly, I might be lower because it's just like a basic it's, it's, arc. It's and been he done comes to, death. to the realization like in a really weird way. Yeah, it's. He, I just love that it's he right he before he's about it when, to be um, Yeah, so it's like. Oh no! It was when Grog and uh, Mister Betterman were f- fighting, and he they started using words, and he's just like words as weapons, and then he started like thinking about all the stuff that he said to Eep, and he's just like, "Oh no!" And I was just like, yeah. "Dude, seriously, how lazy!" Yeah, it was. It was. It was dumb. It was dumb. Yeah, like you couldn't have him. Like honestly, what would have vastly improved that is if he would have been like guys you need to stop fighting you need to stop saying these hurtful things to each other and like more like coming to the realization not like words as weapons like i hated that line so freaking much it was it was really really dumb (laughs) yeah so honestly i'm 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 down to like 72 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is a huge jump yeah dude i can absolutely agree with that all right changing character development to a 72 hot damn that's a huge drop yep that's a seven point drop right e- yeah <laughs> shit <laughs> all right moving on over to effects so because this is an animated movie, we're just mainly grading the the animation and all that fun stuff. Uh, so this is sitting at an eighty-seven point five. Very, I mean, it's definitely a step up from the first one, but you know, of course, animation continues to progress as the years go on. Um, the uh, way that they uh, designed where the Bettermans are living was realized gorgeously i loved looking at that area so many vibrant colors so eye-popping um yeah the character animations were great um and i I really don't have a lot of problems with the animation it it was like i said it, it was an improvement from the first one but it's still stuck to what the crudes are supposed to look like um yeah, I, I really don't have any problems with the animation. Yeah, I thought it looked super crisp. The only real issue that I might have had, and it wasn't even that big of one, it was just maybe the treehouse was a little too overwhelming. Okay. And it just, I think that you could have made it stand out a little bit better maybe make the trunk of the tree a little bit taller because so it doesn't blend in so much with the the plants in the ground that that's a very good point it's a very good point 
I think that would have helped improve the the scope of the the treehouse a little bit better. Just just like that minor change, and maybe remove some of the vines hanging down because that just made it blend in again too, a little too much. Yeah. It but just maybe felt that like was their plan all along. Like hiding? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I think that you could possibly say that if you if they made that uh remark somewhere in the movie, like, oh, we're trying to hide from these these creatures or whatever. Fair but enough. they didn't re- it, they weren't like actively trying to hide. True yeah, good point. So I think that that I think that would have just helped it a little bit. Just like just giving it just that little touch of perfection. Okay. I can I can definitely agree with that. Just cause anytime they were like out really far away and showing like the the wall and the tree house and, and everything, it just yeah. felt like a big clump of uh vegetation. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, fair enough. Other than that, everyone else looked pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, I think some of my real issues were some of the the move. I think some of the movements were off. Um. Like on which okay, characters? Remember, so when uh, what's her name? Aga. Yes. And Grug? Right? Yes, yep. Yeah, so when they were talking about how they were being manipulated by the Bettermans, and they started going like full caveman, that looked odd. Yeah, I did not expect that. I'm like, okay, so they can just, just like push out their forehead when they get super angry? Okay. Yeah, it's just like, it's not something that I don't, I don't personally remember that from the first one, but I don't think they ever did that. Yeah, I mean, I get what they're trying to say, like, oh, you know, like, that's uh, how old caveman looked, and it's kind of just supposed to be funny, but I don't know, that kind of just caught me off guard. I was like, they can do that? Yeah. So I think that that scene brought it down for me, and a couple of the other, like, super intense scenes. It was just, they, I think they just jumped around a little too much and it was just jarring no i can definitely agree with that so i think that's what brought it down the most for for me personally um so like we said 87.5 uh moving on over to music uh we ended up giving it a seven biggest thing that i remember is when the uh thunder girls it was thunder girls right not thunder ladies Thunder Sisters. Thunder Sisters, that's what it was, sorry. When they actually had their own theme song. I appreciated the hell of the hell out of that. I'm like, okay, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. That was pretty badass. Yeah. That was super badass. <laughs> and I love that they actually like added the title cards for each of them. That that was an excellent touch. Yes. I th- okay, that was another thing that I probably should have brought up during effects. I thought that was dumb. <laughs> Really? I loved that. 
Like, I feel just, like they were you, going like you for just, campiness. You already made a you already made a big deal about their names. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like they were trying to bank on the campiness, and they're just like, "How do we make it even more campy? We put their names in huge letters. Yes, hell yes." Yeah, but I, I'll I'll agree with you that the theme song on that was pretty killer. Um, everything else though was just eh. Was there even any other music besides that? They had so, like their uh, their score for it, but it was like the oh, I didn't really bongo sounding drums. Uh, yeah. That's what it was. So other than that, it was just it was all right. Yeah. But Thunder Sisters, that theme song definitely like put it over the top. Yeah. So oh, like we said, sitting at seven, which is above average for us. <laughs> yeah. So it's not too shabby. Yeah. Um, and then next up we got costumes, which we gave this one a little bit higher. We ended up scoring it at an eight. And I, uh, what's the word? The, the outfits that the bettermans were wearing, like compared to the crudes, like they come off as, and I think this is the point. They come off as like sophisticated kind of dickheads or like <laughs> think that, <laughs> think that, oh, they, uh, their way is the right way that they know they know everything um i don't know uh but it worked like the whole like flip-flop scene with them all walking in unison was freaking hilarious um yeah that was pretty good yeah (laughs) but uh the crudes once again their costumes were fantastic um i'll I'll fully admit the part, I mean, this is still technically talking about the costumes, but when uh, Grug takes off his uh, thing, whatever it's called, I don't know, what would you call Uh, it? The pelt. Pelt. And uh, Mr. Betterman's just like, aren't you going to take that off? He's like, I did. And you're just like, oh my god, he's that hairy? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that, that was a pretty decent gag. Yeah. Um... But I mean, I really don't have any problems with the costumes. They did. They looked really good. Yeah, I didn't have any real issues either. Honestly, the only like character design that I didn't care for was was Guy, um, and that's Fair. just because I don't think he fits Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, no, I, I mean, like honestly, you can keep Ryan Reynolds as the voice, just change the appearance. Yeah. But if you're not gonna overall, like I don't hate the the appearance, so I'm not gonna like dock because I didn't like <laughs> Ryan Reynolds as the voice. It's just the yeah. character model. I I really like how how guy looks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, and then same with all everyone, the Crudes, the Bettermans. It's it's fun to fun to see. Like just it how is. they like they morph the the face, or at least or try to like make the face seem like a like Neanderthal. Oh yeah, but yeah. So uh, like we said, we ended up giving that one an eight. So last up, let's give it our own personal grades. So Rose, what are you thinking? Um, so overall, um, is it a necessary sequel? No, but 
what they were able to do, I did enjoy quite a bit. It's definitely any better than what I could have come up with for the Croods 2. Um, it was great seeing these characters again. The new characters were really good. Um, overall, I had a good time. Was never bored. Um, I'm going to go with 78. Nice. Um, yeah, so I... I really enjoyed this movie too. It was it was fun. Um, it had some decent laughs. It's just there was just a lot of things that were lacking, and I think that in the end it just kind of added up. That's fair. So I mean, overall, like as a whole, the the movie's not bad. It's I think this quality could would have worked better for the first one. And then maybe giving us the Crudes quality, like the first Crudes movie quality, next. There we, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, it was fun. It was, it was a good time. I, like I said, I had some real genuine laughs, and it was fun just kind of re-exploring this world. So I mean, if you have young kids, this is definitely a movie I would recommend uh, watching with them i think you could get, definitely get some things out of the uh, blah, 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 get some things out of this that maybe a, a child wouldn't but yeah it's true. i wouldn't expect uh i wouldn't expect like how to train your dragon out of it <laughs> no no it doesn't get that dark yeah but yeah so i think i'm going to give it uh a 76. Okay. So like that it. averages us out to a 77. And the final All Bros letter grade for the Crudes A New Age is... A C+. Plus. That's not bad. Yeah, it's a pretty strong C+, plus too. I um, like it. It is literally 0.4% away from being a B minus. Wow. Yeah, so it is sitting at a 79.68%. Damn. Shit, yeah, that really is close. Yeah. So, comparing this to some other C plus movies that we've graded, uh, The Crude's A New Age is 2. Or is one point above Godzilla vs. Kong. Okay. Slightly below, like bare, like 0.2% lower than yesterday. Mm, that's kind of like a coin. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's... I don't know it's, how to feel about that one. Like I said, 0.2%. Like... It's super close. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if I said this. Every movie that I'm about to list off, the this is comparing it to all other C-plus movies. Um, so it is three points above Unhinged. Ooh, okay. Two points above Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did enjoy this movie a little more. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Two points above the Babysitter Killer Queen. Okay. Two that's points sequel, above. Right? Yes, that's the okay. sequel. 
two points above Aquaman. Okay. Ooh, it is actually like neck and neck with Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Damn. Uh, Let's see, 2% higher than Tag. Okay. Uh, 2% higher than The Strangers Pray at Night. Yeah, that's definitely fair. Also two points higher than the Boondock Saints. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Sorry. <laughs> Let's see, point... What is it? Point six percent higher... Or, yeah, point six percent higher than Jexy. Okay. One percent higher than Jumanji The Next Level. Ooh, damn near tied. It is point point zero six <laughs> percent higher than Aladdin. Damn. Yeah, that's as close as you can possibly freaking get. No kidding. Holy shit. And two percent. Higher than the first Spider-Man, Sam Raimi. Okay. And that's it. That's it for C-plus movies. All right, not bad. Yeah, so I don't disagree with anything here. No, I don't either. Honestly, I think the only stretch is maybe Spider-Man. But I think I just... Actually, let's see with with Spider-Man. Okay, so we gave Spider-Man a higher personal score. Uh, okay. That, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so... Like we said, uh, go check this movie out if you if you have the ch- opportunity to. If you like the first one, it is, it's a decent sequel. Yeah. I just wouldn't say it's perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's no Toy Story 2. Yeah, like we've absolutely. Like we pointed out. Alright, but I do believe that that concludes... This week's episode. Um, if you liked what you heard, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, Radio.com, Spotify, and more. Uh, you can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube. Uh, be sure to follow us on social media uh, if you want to hit us up. DM us with some episode ideas, answer our question of the week, or if you want to join us on an episode, we'd love to have anyone on. Uh, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search at the All Bros. You can also email us at the All Bros Channel at gmail.com and check out our website, tinyurl.com forward slash the All Bros. Links will be in the description to everything. Um, you can also find a link to our merch store, which is on TeePublic, tpublic.com slash user slash the All Bros channel. Um, new designs will be going up as soon as I get a decent Wi-Fi connection, <laughs> <laughs> which hopefully will be soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with that, next week... We will be breaking down the new mutants. Finally. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
But yeah, you guys can look forward to that uh, next week. Um, also, be sure to uh, go and su- support our new friends over at uh, Super Astra. They are on Instagram at Super Astra Films. Uh, if you want to support them, they have a uh, a campaign. Links to all of that will be in the description. We love to support indie filmmakers, so go check out their stuff. Um, I'll also put a link to their most recent released short film that you can watch. It's will be a uh, that will actually be our next breakdown, like our uh, like a bonus episode breakdown. Yeah. Uh, so you guys can catch that on Thursday after the day that this releases. So be sure to look out for that. Let us know what you think. The uh, the short film, gotta say, really freaking good. It really is. It's worth a watch. Yeah. It's not even a half hour of your time. Yeah. But worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, you guys can look forward to that breakdown on Thursday. New Mutants next week. And until then, that this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. So long.